School's out and the temps are rising, so it must be summer. This week on Nerd Friday, we kick off our very first summer special and bring you 10 ways to nerd out all season long. Grab your sunscreen and a pair of sunnies. Part one of the Nerd Friday summer special starts now. Hey, Christy. How's it going? Hey, Sabrina. It's going well. I'm so excited. This is our first ever Nerd Friday summer special. Summer specials are always so special in your heart. In my heart. Like the very first one. School. I know. School special. We're gonna have some like a big poignant moment. Do you think? Um. If the, if the listeners are lucky. Possibly. Yeah. It could happen. Well, if they're lucky. Yeah. All right. So um, this this uh, summer special that we're doing, we've got ten ways, two parts. Yep. Uh, for you to nerd out this summer. So I guess let's just dive right in. Shall yeah. We? Let's do it. Number ten. DIY something. That's right. We want you to DIY the shit out of something here. Yeah. Nerds love to DIY, whether it's like, you know, building your own robot or, uh, you know, I've seen a few nerds actually create their own uh, Westeros family flag. Wow. That's yeah. pretty rad. It's pretty awesome. Have you ever built a robot? I have built a robot. I was on the, oh, that's right. the robot oh, team. Yeah. About this. BattleBots. BattleBots. Yeah. That's right. You're way, that's like you're cooler than me. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it, though. That was high school. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I've never really built um, too many robots. I actually, I don't know if I've ever built any robots. I've built some um, different control devices for my computer. We made this is like an we made like not like mice. I mean, we it was like made out of like the it looked like a little UFO. It was made out of the things that you put in your stove to get the drippings. So oh yeah, it was like mm-hmm. metal things. We mm-hmm. had two of those clamped together or like done to, like soldered or sealed together and all the units were in the inside so it was like this little ufo mouse whoa you could control your mouse with a ufo that's pretty cool yeah really impractical we're like this is going to revolutionize <laughs> the way you could put it on your, kickstarter the way you control your computer you can control your computer with a with a ufo shaped device yeah it's kind of ridiculous but it sounds cool it was fun it was a lot of fun um but yeah so what about now like what is what is something that you want to a DIY now. Um, I always want to DIY my own like wearable technology clothing mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, a friend of mine. It's so hot right now. Yeah, it's super hot. My friend Karen Lee. She uh, made um, this. She was she went to Parsons and her senior project um, for her whatever the equivalent of a master's mm-hmm. is at Parsons is a. Uh, it was really cool. It was several years ago, kind of ahead of its time, and it was a brooch that she would wear like a flower. Mm-hmm. And if there was free, if there was like a Wi-Fi open that she could, it would just like light up. So it was like a Wi-Fi a hotspot identifier. Amazing. But now everything's password protected and everything. So the fucking right. flower would just like light up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never actually be able to get it. That's so cool. So did she get to meet Tim Gunn? Because like he's at Parsons, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Make it work. Make it work. Oh, she made my it favorite. Work. She my made favorite. it work. But yeah, so I really want to do... Um, I always think I'm going to build some sort of wearable technology clothing. You know, I've done something before with like snaps. So when you like it's the, the buttons are snapped, like a, something will light up. Mm-hmm. I've done that before, but it's been a really long time. The thing I want to do right now is I want to build, you know, like chunky, chunky necklaces are really oh, yeah. super hot. Um, I really want to have a chunky necklace that has some sort of sensor inside. So if you get too close to me, like you approach my personal space range, it'll uh-huh. light up. <laughs> but then I think I might defeat the purpose like because a then people will want to like lean in further it. to be like, "Whoa, it's so cool!" And then yeah, then it might backfire. That's but. true, but it's a good idea. Well, yeah, that might be awesome. People might not know what it means though. Yeah. 
So yeah, I can see why and I'll be like, they'd reach down. That means you're invading my personal space. Yes. Please back off. Just <laughs> <laughs> to come with like a, a explanation. At work and in life that really need that the close talkers. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it could a warning bell. <laughs> no, it's funny. No matter how like how many steps away you take mm-hmm. the close talkers, they just they just get take, right up in there. It's like I find if you take one back, they take two forward. Totally. You know, they're like, choo, 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 choo. I'm like, dude, I am backing away for a reason. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. How about you, Christy? What do you want to DIY this summer? Well, I always, uh, when I was a kid, I I wanted to make my own uh, automatic dog feeder. Well, like in um, Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> Except without all the gross, like, <laughs> wet canned food. Um. So, like, I had made up my own blueprints and, and all, like, you know how it would work and the types of material that I would use so I, it might be fun to go back if my I'm sure my mom still has those those things to, to would you make actually it so make that it your dog who by the way won the cutest dog award he years did. ago if you guys look this up yep um if you would it would it be something that like so your dog could feed itself no because if he could feed himself he would just he would die of <laughs> of eating too much oh, be so like a 400 pound little yeah he would, he, Samson would probably eat until he died. Yeah. I'm certain of it. <laughs> that's, my, that's why we get along so well. Yeah. That's why we get along so well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, so if you if you have some things that you want to DIY, I mean, there's lots of different resources out there. You know, um, Make Magazine has some really great resources. And they've got a whole section of, like, intro to Arduinos. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, like, a super hot way to control, like, program the, the real world, if you will. Um, so there's some really cool things there and like a lot of really cool craft things as well. So if yeah, you're not into, I love that like, magazine. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's just, they have a great blog and just a great, it's just a really great resource. It's a good community too. Yeah. Very, very supportive. So if yeah. you've got, you're like, Oh, my Arduino didn't, it didn't work. What do I do? Someone there will hook you up. I'm sure. Um, and if you're needing to be more in like a classroom environment or sort of structured environment, mm-hmm. if you will. There's a lot of different places online, a lot of different places in your community. I'm sure you can pick up different skills. You'd be surprised. There's like lots of woodworking and metalworking oh, yeah, classes for sure. through the community colleges and stuff like that. But also online Skillshare.com. I love Skillshare. There's so many really cool things you can learn. And even though they're mainly only in big cities, a lot of them are online courses. So, you know, learn at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Virtual yeah. classrooms. Love it. So let us know what you DIY. Hashtag at Nerd Friday and, you know, tweet it at us. Yeah, sure. Take a picture. Yeah, at Nerd Friday Show. Yep. All right, next on the list. Number nine. Good old number nine. Uh, visit, this is kind of a given, but take the time this summer to visit your local science and space museums. Wow, to the moon. Yeah, I uh, love space museums. They're my favorite. What's your favorite space museum? Well, there's the one up in, uh, in Berkeley. It's actually the only one I've been to because I'm... Bay Area native, mm-hmm. but um, the Science Museum in San Francisco is really awesome too. I think because they have a uh, one of my favorite things is the nightlife. Oh, Academy of Sciences. Academy of Sciences. Oh. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, every Thursday night they have a twenty-one and over night, um, and it's twelve bucks, and you get entry to the entire museum, access to all of the the exhibits. That's really cool. You can see everything. Yeah, everything. There's DJs. There's booze. There's food it's just it's a cool party and, and no not that i don't like kids obviously i hung out with a lot of them as i mentioned on the show <laughs> but it's really cool to be there without With adults children. yeah yeah um the new exploratorium is actually starting something similar 
I find it very weird that they're also doing them on Thursday nights. Oh. And Thursday's a good night for this sort of thing, but the competing science. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Which way are you going to go? What are you going to well, choose? I kind of, I feel like the Exploratorium's in a better location for it. Yeah, you're probably right. Because it's down by the piers, down by the financial district. Anyway, um, but that's uh, that's for the, 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 the Bay Area folks, yeah. Northern California folks. I'm sure there are other programs. I know some of the museums in New York do things like this. Um, now that science and space is cool, it's like I feel like there's probably something out there for, you know, extra special events like this in other museums. We just have to look for it. Yeah, and if you're over in, like, the D.C. area, like, I've never been to the Smithsonian. I really I haven't either. Let's just, we should do a field trip. Yeah. All right, Nerd Friday field trip. Maybe we somebody get kickst- we could kickstart. We could kickstart. If you want to an extra send a- extra special show? <laughs> send us to DC. Um, that'd be cool. But yeah, if you've got a favorite, um, you know, a favorite science museum in your area, and also don't forget, there's lots of like kids exploratory museums, mm-hmm. um, even at, like little ones and aquariums count too. Yeah, and they're cool. Like even if you're not little, yeah, like, they're they're really. I great. love visiting that kind of stuff. Yeah. So definitely check out your local science and space museums. Let us know about your favorites. But if you just can't be bothered to leave the house this summer, <laughs> if you're one of those kind of people, those kind of nerds that just the the hot gets Sometimes down. Sometimes they can't handle the heat. Yeah, and you just need to be melted into a puddle on your living room floor. Uh, then you should have a big retro gaming marathon. Yeah, if you're maybe invite leaving, some friends so you're not alone. Yeah, yeah, that would. I recommend the friends. Mm-hmm. Make a friend. Make a friend. Yeah. Talk to other number, people. So, so number eight is have a retro gaming marathon. Eight yes. B. Make a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Like obviously, gaming. There's tons of games to play, but you know, we're we're talking like let's go anything pre two K. You know? There you go. Um, it's although it is interesting because Ducktales. Oh. Yeah. I love DuckTales. It's being rebooted. I... It's like DuckTales, uh, I forget what it's called, like DuckTales Revived or Revisited or... Revive? Oh, no, I think that's, or, that would that's never call it that. That's silly. That's silly. Um, yeah, so Capcom is, they're using, they're tapped, I think it's way forward. Remastered. Remastered. DuckTales Remastered. That makes sense. Yeah, and there's the, the trailer's out. Um, I believe it comes out this summer. I could be wrong. Anyways, it sounds right. Anyways, DuckTales should be fun. Um, I also love that show woo. so much. So much. I, I was about to sing the theme song. DuckTales. I probably don't have the rights to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll stop. Um, DuckTales. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so DuckTales is being re- re- remastered. Mm-hmm. Is that what I said? Yep. I can't, I can't remember what I said. Because, oh, by the way... We normally uh, record Nerd Friday in the evening with a few cocktails. Right now, it's early. It's way really early. Really early for us. Yep. It's not even, I, don't, I can't even see the sun outside. <laughs> well, <so>. partially <laughs> that's because of the fog. <laughs> it's definitely out there. We just can't see it. Um, so if you're going to, again, if you're going to stay inside like, uh, and not see the sun, what are some of the other games? That I'm going to go back and play Super Mario Brothers 2. Mm, uh, I don't choice. know anybody who's actually finished this game. I have not. Yeah, I can't. I seriously, when I was a kid, could not get past like level two. Oh, it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like the whole game was broken. 
I don't know what the deal was. Like that old E.T. game? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know anybody who's finished this game. If you've finished Super Mario Brothers 2, hit us up on Twitter at Nerd Friday Show because I would like to get to know you. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Make, that would be, and that would fulfill 8B. Make a friend. Make a friend. We can make new friends <laughs> just by this list. Uh, and then Paperboy was the uh, other one that I could play for hours and hours game. and hours and hours. For whatever reason, I would alternate between Paperboy and Skater Die. Oh, those yeah, are, I didn't play my, that one too much. Those are my but... two jams yeah. at whatever age that was. Long uh, time long ago. Long years ago. <laughs> long time ago. Far, far away. Yeah, Paperboy, that's a great game. For those of us who haven't played it, Chris, do you want to tell us what Paperboy is all about? Oh, yeah, so it's kind of what it sounds like. It's just you're delivering papers, <laughs> and you get extra points for, like, breaking shit. Like, you throw it in a window, great. If you get it on the uh, on the porch, even better. In the mailbox. Um, so it's like, it's... You're just riding down the street throwing papers at people's houses. I like it. I yeah. Like it. Another game that is similar in feeling that I thought of when you mentioned Paperboy was is Crazy Taxi. Oh my god! I totally forgot about that yeah, game. Like, um, so it's pre two K, so it still counts. You could have a Crazy Taxi uh, thing too. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is very similar. It's similar in that you just like, I mean, you're just you dodging around, and I mean, it's different, obviously, yeah. but they made me they made me think of yeah. this, uh, Crazy no, Taxi. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, another, another games that you could just, if you're looking for games with a little bit more meat behind them, not just some mindless throwing and driving, <laughs> uh, obviously the LucasArts games we've mentioned before in the show, Maniac Mansion, Zach McCracken, all those, I would also recommend, um, you have not, uh, dove into the Sierra games. Oh yeah. All those Sierra games. I personally am a huge fan of the King's Quest series, the, you know, the Quest for Glory Colonel's B Quest. I love the Clara Bowens. And and Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Father, is a freaking fantastic game. So um, go for those. Add those to your list. Yeah, and if you're looking for something a little raunchier, don't forget Leisure Suit Larry and all of his <laughs> escapades. <laughs> um, That's right. Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry. Um, but if, you know, you're not looking for a big, a big epic game, uh, like Doom classic is available on iphone i can't kind of can't believe it's on the iphone yeah. because i remember when it first came out and everybody like, was like holy it. shit it like took so all your processing yeah. power you know <laughs> now it's just on iphone Still on your phone yeah but it's it's you know the you know the, it's the grandpappy grandpappy of the first person shooter really it really is so you know. it's still pretty i mean i think it holds holds up pretty well yeah yeah sort of i think so yeah um, and then speaking of grandpappies of everything, <laughs> have you ever played Zork? I have not played Zork. Do you know what you know about Zork? Though? No. So Zork is like the old school like RPG. Um, I believe it actually came out of MIT. Zork, I think, was something that it was like their slang for like unfinished code. Oh. But it's actually this like role playing. It's like text based. So it's just and there's we'll put a link on the blog to where you can play the original Zork. But it's. I mean, it sounds familiar, but... It's hard as hell. Like, it's just text, so there's no GUI. It's like one of those things, like, you're standing in a room, blah, blah, right. blah. There's a key on the floor and a door to the right. left. Like, what do you do? And you have to be, like, pick up key. But you have to, like, know that you can't just be, like, get key. You might... You have to know the... the word mm-hmm. for... Um, so it's a little bit infuriating. But, yeah, it's a classic, classic game. Um, and then in the 90s, they actually did a Return to Zork, mm-hmm. which I have to to say I prefer because I'm a visually based person mm-hmm. and also when Zork came out my uh I mean I'm, I'm old but I'm not quite that old <laughs> so like I didn't you know learn I my my vocabulary was sort of limited right, if right, you will right. as a like 
five-year-old or whatever. So, like, um, but yeah, Return to Zork in the 90s was a visual-based one, and I really, you know, I really, really stuck with me. And there's partic- in particular, there's a scene, and we'll put a clip to it on the blog, which is this old man, and he's just like, he just keeps saying, Want some rye? Of course you do. Of course I do. Oh, yeah. Like that <laughs> yes, is, uh, yes, and yes, I do. kind of my life motto. Yeah. Want some rye? Of course you do. Who answers no to that question? Right? Exactly. Exactly. So um, we're after some rye. Uh, and I know we're going long on this, but there's just a couple more I want to mention. Yeah. Chrono Trigger. I love that game. It's available on iOS now also. <sighs> so, yeah, no, exactly. That was also an epic game. <laughs> yeah. But it is, um, it's an epic game, and it's, it's just really cool. Like, tell us, tell us a little. I, I just, I actually want to look at what it looks like on the, in the iTunes store because I'm really interested to see how this holds up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it looks, it exactly, looks exactly the same. the same. I actually, I have a confession to make. I did not play this game when it came out. I played it last year and I thought it was epic. It's just And a I good... also didn't understand how I never played it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... And now I feel like I've crossed that off my nerd list. I've got a little bit more nerd cred than I did. <laughs> it's, it's you know, like the classic journey game, kind of like... And you build up your party, yeah. and like you've got different adventures to make. But it, there's also like a time travel component, and like you're in prehistoric time. Which is always a bonus. Future time. And, uh, it just it gets all timey-wimey and awesome, so... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks exactly out. the same. On my yeah, phone. and it's on the iPhone, so... You could even leave the house. You could. You could play it on a train while you're meeting a friend. Yeah, exactly. And then um, when we're talking about old games, one of my favorite arcade games was Joust. Joust. And I'll get you ready for the Ready Player One. Yeah, if you haven't read that book yet, it plays a big part, so you should definitely play it. And obviously there's so many we didn't mention, but, you know, like, this is not a a compendium, so don't, don't get on us for being like, you didn't say Final Fantasy, and you didn't say Zelda, but you know what, you should have been, you should have played those already by now, so. Also, what game should we be playing? Yeah. That we didn't mention? Yeah, do let Let us us know. know. At Nerd Friday Show. Right. On Twitter. Number seven. This is a pretty good one. Uh, again, if you if it's too hot outside, you can always watch a movie. You know, I have to say, like, uh, that's one of my favorite things in the summer when it's so hot outside. Mm-hmm. Malls and movie theaters can't really handle being in them a lot of times, but their air conditioning is so it's good. delicious. <laughs> Although hot in San Francisco is like 85 yeah. for a week. But I used to live in Sacramento and it's like oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, my really good friends, their house didn't have it. It was like an old house that didn't have air conditioning. And they would they saw every movie. Anytime yeah. it would get to 100 degrees, they'd be like, movie, we're going. This is two and a half I hours. I think that's partially why summer blockbusters do so well is because it's so damn hot that people have to go watch it. Right. But we're not talking about any summer blockbuster no, here no, no, no. number seven. Number seven has a very particular... This is celebrating the end of the world. Boom. World is ending. Apparently. According to According all to the movies. screenwriters, <laughs> the world is ending soon. It's, it's really crazy. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously there's been a lot of, you know, talk. There was like, oh, in 2012, the Mayan mm-hmm. calendar, we're all going to die. We didn't die. We're still here. Still here. Um, but in these movies, things didn't go out, didn't work quite as well. There's, yeah. Let's see. So there's... Uh, We've talked about Oblivion, yes. which is the Tom Cruise one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's out, and then oh, After Earth. After Earth is also out now. And I think we we brought this up in a past show, like for like a brief brief hot second. But man, is this Will Smith's first fail? Fail? Yeah. 
I saw a headline that was like, 10 things Will Smith can learn from Tom Cruise. Oh. And I was like, what is this about? <laughs> I have to read it. I bookmarked it. I haven't read it yet. So I probably shouldn't have number, mentioned it. But Number one, don't make your kids be actors yeah. if they can't You know, if, if you look on IMDb, uh, Jaden Smith is actually the first one listed. Well, he's in, from what I understand, I haven't seen the movie. Uh, if, and also, if you are like, After Earth is amazing. Don't you dare, you know, knock it. Let us know. Because I kind of, I've lost interest after. Neither of us have seen it. After all the reviews. But um, he carries the film. He's He apparently is in the movie a lot more than Will Smith is. Because Will Smith has been left in the shuttle, hurt, injured. The kid's got to go get some stuff to save him. Got it. So part of me... Yeah. And you know. An M. Night Shyamalan. Like, I feel like this was his opportunity to make a comeback. And he totally failed. Uh, I mean, I, I shouldn't say totally failed after, since I haven't seen it, but it seems to be that everybody is saying total failure. I think M. Night Shyamalan should just stop. Yeah. What he's doing. Yeah. I heard, like, do something totally different. And like, also, do, like, like, a Shakespearean drama yeah. and see how that goes. Is he, like, independently funding these movies how are his movies continuing well, to get I mean, made after failure after failure after failure this is i mean come on it's a will smith movie i guess like, but i don't I know i mean every movie will smith is you can't in trust is... m night m night Shyamalan. yeah Shyamalan, shamalana ding dong exactly I I like to call him. but <laughs> the worst part of the description of this movie and partially the reason why i do not want to see it is because of their names what are their names cypher rage Cypher Rage is Will Smith's name. No, his yes. last name's Rage. Yes, and Katai who, Rage. Who wrote is this script? M- like an eight, did Jaden Smith write it? Like who? M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yes. Cypher Rage. Cypher Rage. So oh. it's M. Night Shyamalan. Let's see. Somebody named Gary Witta. Um, and apparently Will Smith, Will Smith has credit for a story. So yeah, because he... well, I remember reading that he came up with this idea for a story, and originally it was going to be set in like Alaska in real time. Oh, like, right. Current day. Now I remember talking about I this. I think he wanted to do a story was that was about a father-son bonding yeah. more than anything. It yeah. was just to be like, like the dad is hurt, kid has to like trek through Alaska and right. find him. And quite frankly, I almost prefer I'd that. Rather see that. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I think they tried to turn into a summer blockbuster, and I don't know. But yeah, but the the world. Oh, this is my favorite review about it is that um, there have been no humans on Earth for a really long time, mm-hmm. and yet the creatures have evolved to kill humans. Hmm. But they don't. One shouldn't know what they are. Exactly. Exactly. There's a big old plot hole right there. Yeah, and there's that's what everybody's been saying. It's like M Night Shyamalan doesn't understand evolution. <laughs> he also <laughs> barely doesn't understand story yeah so anyway so that's the second in the end of the world you know post-apocalyptic yeah. world movies there's the a lot uh the next one though should be fun it's or, you know it's uh it'll already be out by the time this this lovely special here airs this is the end mm-hmm. hilarious it looks hilarious it looks really funny i you know it's got james franco seth rogan like the whole crew you know, of those guys. Why can't I name anybody else? The guy from oh, the office. Early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Watson makes an appearance. Rihanna makes an appearance. There's there's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. But I it looks mean, really funny. It looks really funny. The trailers have looked hilarious. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I love that all these guys can just, like, just really poke fun at themselves. Um, 
Craig Robinson. That's the guy from The Office. Mm-hmm. I love in the, mm-hmm. the clip where he's like, where Aziz Ansari is like falling down mm-hmm. the hole and he's just like kicking him down there. And he's like, I tried to save him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it looks great. No, so. you did. So if you've seen it, let us know what you think. Uh, tweet at us at Nerd Friday Show. I, I'm not sure how I feel about the next one, which is World War Z. I guess I'm excited. Um, I I still think the zombies look cool. I see. I think the zombies look kind of ridiculous. They shouldn't be moving that fast. Um, Mindy Kaling actually had a really great tweet about these zombies. Let me try to find it right now. But the um, other person that's in this movie who I am excited about is Lyndon, or yeah. Muriel, Enos Enos. Hey Lyndon. Hey Lyndon. Da one hundred Lyndon. <laughs> Favorite quote from the killing. Oh yeah. The Mindy Kaling best. It was a great tweet uh, on June 4th. She wrote, in other news, I hate those zombies pulling down the helicopter in the World War Z poster. Get a life, zombies. <laughs> I just don't understand how they have superpowers and strengths and they can climb on top of each other and move so fast. You know what? Who, who's to say what a zombie is really supposed to do, Christy? I guess, but you just have figure they're... a zombie? I was just... that the person you put on 8B? <laughs> no. Friend of zombie? No, zombie. that was friend of human, by the way. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like they're dead, so it's going to be hard to move unless the zombie virus makes you, like, enhances your speed and strength. Yeah, I mean, who's it's possible, what the zombie virus is going to do? That would make it easier for them to wipe out the planet, that's yeah, for sure. Exactly. Because um, on um, Walking Dead, I feel like those zombies should be dead already. Yeah. Well, those zombies, I don't understand those ones either because sometimes they're hella fast and sometimes they can't even walk like three mm-hmm. inches. They're like, <laughs> sometimes they're stealth, <laughs> sometimes they're really noisy. Exactly. So, anyways, World War Z, you, uh, yeah, June 21st, let us know what you think. Um, the next end of the world or post apocalyptic type movie is Elysium. I'm so excited for this Me one. Me too. And so this one. Earth is actually is just like a shithole now. Um, it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, District Nine. Yeah, it's like all of District Nine, but without the aliens. Yes, we've we've District Nine our planet, uh, except the rich people up on yeah, there. Yeah, of course. Elysium. What is it? It's like a spaceship. Yeah, like orbiting the planet or a space station. Space I guess station. Yeah, space giant station. space station. So yes, and that's with Matt Damon, with shaved head, looking really weird. Jodie but... Foster. Looking Who looks like awesome. Tilda Swinton. Looking like Tilda. <laughs> Looking like David Bowie. <laughs> she does. She looks a lot like Tilda she Swinton does. in that movie. She does. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think she looks great. Yeah. But, yeah. And then um, that one's cool. And we've talked about it at length before. Next one, The Colony. What's this one? I don't, I actually, I don't know. I have it on my list. Um, so, but it's got Lawrence Fishburne. Let me look it up right now. Looking it up. <laughs> Uh, it is the colony forced underground by the next ice age. A struggling outpost of survivors must fight to preserve humanity against a threat even more savage than nature. Yeah, interesting. So when, I when guess did, when did he get time from his Hannibal schedule to film oh, this movie? Oh God, Hannibal gives me nightmares. Oh, uh, but Bill Paxton is also in this, which is interesting because I think he's a... no. Well, I'll say it. Come I don't. I think it. Bill Paxton is kind of a terrible actor <laughs> oh poor bill but poor bill Paxton. i know i'm sorry bill um oh he's that guy i had to look him up because i'm like i can't remember what he looks like yeah oh big love okay yeah yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, I think Lawrence Fishburne is pretty much, and Bill Paxton are the only people you might recognize from this movie. And I have not seen a trailer. It was, yeah, I haven't even heard about it. Was it was supposed to be out April 12th. Oh. And then they pushed it. Well, I this is not sounding promising then. Yeah. Anytime they push something, and you know, usually it's not a good thing. And especially, I guess, let's just say I'm really glad that Bill Pack or Bill Paxton, he doesn't have that. Lawrence Fishburne has Hannibal fallback on. Yeah. It's got a season two renewal, by the way. That show, man. I can't. I still can't believe it's on network TV. I cannot it blows either. My mind. NBC, do more of that. Let's yeah. see what happens. Do more. Do more. <laughs> And then um, the final movie that we've got on the list that's, you know, new movie that is, that is to celebrate the end of the world is uh, titled The World's End. Not to be confused with This is the End. Not to be confused. Um, part of me wants this to be the British This is the End, but I don't think it's quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is another, it's an Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, um, also with good old Bilbo Baggins, <gasps> Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Um, yeah, so it's uh, another post, or another world ending is it gonna be like um you just said that the name of the Shaun of the dead meets yeah. end of the world or maybe, something yeah maybe maybe i don't know but uh yeah i, I don't know i there's a trailer that just came out recently and i i haven't watched it yet i don't know why i haven't watched it either. i love those guys i, I love everything they do like I'm a total fangirl like i'll defend them even simon peg is one of my favorites yeah for sure have you ever read his book no, I have it, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I have it on my nightstand, and I look so I look at him every day. I'm like, hey, Simon, <laughs> hey, how's Simon. it going? <laughs> and he's like, read me, please. And you don't. And I'm like, maybe later. Maybe the summer when it's too hot outside. I'm like, but I already own it, and I just can't do real books anymore. Yeah. I just can't. I can't. My, my arms are too weak from the video games. <laughs> I can't lift the books over my face. Um, yeah, so to the, you know, to celebrate the end of the world... Um, and before we get to number six, we're going to take a quick minute, cocktail minute. Cocktail minute. Uh, we've got a cocktail called uh, End of the World, mm-hmm. The End, something like that. We'll post it up on the blog. Yep. But it is a mixture of all your favorite and not so favorite spirits to form one big out. Peace out, planet. Peace out. Oh, maybe we should just name it Peace Out, planet. All right. <laughs> Scratch. Cocktail minute. We've got a new cocktail. It's called Peace Out, planet. Peace out, planet. <laughs> Um, and we'll post the recipe up at nerdfriday.com. Yep. So check it out. It's right. it's a hard one. So it's, be prepared. Be prepared. I mean, it's Have gonna, a friend around to... It's going to get you ready to peace out, planet. Yeah. It's going to get you ready. <laughs> All right. Number uh, six. Number six. I like this one, uh, but it could be difficult for some peeps, but attend a nerd conference. Nerd conference. We've already had a few this summer. We've had our E3. E3. And, WonderCon. Um, and then... WWDC. Um, so, yep. Yeah, and then so what are some of the conferences if, you, if we couldn't make those? What are some upcoming ones? There is one in California called the California Extreme, and that's located in Santa Clara. It's July 13th and 14th. Um, it's basically a giant room full of classic arcade games. Oh, I've always wanted to go to this. We should definitely make a field yeah. trip then. I, every year it's like a conflict, and I'm like, man, there's all these games. I yeah. <laughs> it, it looks really cool. It's just a giant room. Full and just bring rolls of quarters because oh, you'll probably awesome. you know you'll be there for a while. Awesome. Um, but then of course, um, also in July, July 18th through 21st, everyone's awesome. going to Comic Con. Everyone except for me. Yeah. I I I have a confession to make. I've never been. Really? Yeah. And then at the time that I really wanted to go, I just started. I don't know. I just started to get too big, and then it's, now yeah. it just it sounds like a nightmare. 
And then every time I talk to somebody who went, I'm like, oh, I want you to, I want to go. I want to go. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it is it's a huge. shit show. It's huge. I love seeing all the photos. I love seeing all the fans. I love all the cosplay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you're going in cosplay to any of these conferences. Send us a photo. Photo it. Tag us in your Instagrams. Yeah. Um, yeah, Comic-Con. That's the pretty much like, can you even get tickets anymore? You can still get single day tickets. Okay. For, I think they're $49 a day. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Not too Just bad. pick one day. Yeah. It's probably, I mean, really. Yeah, just my problem with those is, like, you want to go into the panels and you want to see these cool You have to things. wait hours and hours and hours. I can't do it. Like, Mm-mm. I would pay somebody to stand in line for me. That is a good business idea. Yeah, maybe I, well, I could probably stand in a line if somebody else paid me, too, so. If you were just a professional line sitter, well, if no, you liked like, lines, you they... could finish your Simon Pegg book while you're sitting there. Maybe I should go now. Maybe I should go. Um, we'll see. But what what are the, what other cons are coming up? Uh, DefCon is happening August first through fourth in Las Vegas. So this is pretty much a hacker conference. So they'll you know talk about hacker stuff, and then hacker Quake stuff. Hacker stuff. Hacker stuff. <laughs> Uh, I don't know anything about that. Um, QuakeCon, August 1st through 4th in Dallas. Um, So you bring your own computer, and it's like a giant uh, LAN party, I guess. LAN party. (laughs) LAN party. When we were, um, um, every New Year's, we would have um, LAN party. LAN party. It was like, LAN party 2000! Hell yeah! Yeah, it was like my sister. LP2K. Yeah. It was pretty much the whole time between New Year's and Christmas, mm-hmm. like where you're hanging out with your family. And you're, yeah, it'd be like land parties. Land parties. My brother, my brother and sister are gonna call me out for not participating. <laughs> uh, my favorite Star Trek convention, August eighth through eleventh in Las Vegas. Yeah, where all the nerds have gone before. Um, William yeah. Shatner's gonna be there. Oh, Jonathan yeah. Frakes is gonna be there. Oh, there's okay. a ton more people that are gonna be there. Um, I just always love the way Las Vegas looks when it's being taken over by yeah. a bunch of hardcore Trekkies. Yep. Because they're, in... they're all in costume and they yeah. will walk around. And it's amazing. I love it. I love the unbridled love. Yep. It's, it just looks so cool. I was supposed to go, let's see, two years ago now um, because it was Leonard Nimoy's last appearance. Mm-hmm. He was supposedly not coming back to anymore. Do you believe no. no, I mean, he's already been in Star Trek. And he's, like, retired from acting, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Whatever. And he was, like, he did the Audi commercials yeah. and... I don't, that's acting, that's by the way. Acting. Or maybe it's not. Maybe this is just who he is. He's I like, guess. you could just film me, like, a reality show. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> I thought he was going to focus on painting. Come on, Leonard. Let us know what's happening. Uh, tweet at us, Leonard. Yeah. And then, of course, Dragon Con. Uh, August 30th through September 1st in Atlanta, and it's basically everything sci-fi, fantasy, comics, art, music, film, cosplay, awesome. everything in, in Atlanta. Interesting location. Yeah. But everybody and their mother goes there. No, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Maybe we can make a field trip. Yeah. But what would Put be your on. costume? What would you dress up oh, as? Oh, God. That's that's a really hard question this early. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've thought about it a couple times. I just can't, I can't come up with one. Yeah. I can't think of one. Um, cool. Maybe a Dalek. Dalek. Oh, Dalek. Right. That'd be cool. I actually do think the, the, the gals that are in the, the TARDIS dresses and oh, stuff, mm-hmm. they look so rad. Yeah. They look so rad. Maybe I'll make one of those this summer. Yeah, you could DIY it. Probably won't. I'll probably end up retro gaming. 
Watching movies, yeah. drinking Peace Out Planets. Peace Out Planets. Oh, they will have had too many Peace Out Planets. <laughs> um, and it won't, it won't get made. Yep. Get made. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this week. Part one. Part one. In the bag. Special. Tune in next week for part two. Where we count down five to one. Mm-hmm. Top things you got to do this summer. Got to do these things. Got to do these things. All right. All right. Enjoy your peace out planets and uh, see you next week. And that's summer vacation, so yeah, no homework for you. No homework. No you homework. got it. You got a free, free, get out of jail free card. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Bye.